Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. You'll have to forgive us. As I heard one preacher say from the South one time, sometimes we preach like we're a fat man stuck in barbed wire. You say, what does that mean? We got a point here and a point there and... Oh, and by the way, we're not easily offended around here. We don't ascribe to the the spirit of offense that's in the earth. They're offended about everything. They're offended about gender. They're offended about skin color. They're offended about this, that, and the other. Watched a video the other day about a lady who was offended because her pronouns were Skittles. Literally, it was Skittles, and people didn't, they weren't treating her like she deserved to be treated because they weren't calling her Skittles. And I mean like the candy. But we're just not offended. If you're watching Skittles, Jesus loves you. And if you repent, it'll help you with your identity. Amen. That's the gospel. (laughs) Amen. John chapter 3, verse 16. Now we'll see where we get. This isn't in the uh, scripture. Sorry, Aiden. John chapter 3. Let's go to verse 14. It says, And as Moses lifted up the the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Verse 16, for God so hated the world. For God so angry and mad at the world. For God is so upset with sin that he's in a rage. And he sees you where you're at and he can't wait to strike you with lightning. Guess who knows all your sins? Guess who you ain't hiding from? For God so loved. Why does God demand repentance? Because he knows sin will kill you. If your child was about to do something that you knew was going to kill them, would you do everything you could to protect your child? Where do you think you get that? You get it from the Lord. Come on, even those that aren't saved do that. Why? Well, because to some degree, by creation, we are of God. Amen? And so God, so what? Loved the world that he yelled from heaven. I love you a lot, people down there. He yelled from heaven, I love you, look at me. What did he do? 
He gave. What did he give? His son. That whoever follows all the regulations. Aiden, can you put that scripture back up? Verse, verse 16 there. That whoever... does all the right things. Does what? How hard is it to believe? We have our formulas, don't we? We have our formulas about how hard is it to believe? The government's trying to get you to believe in UFOs. So much so they changed the name. It's no longer UFO. It's something else I don't even know. I always find that amusing. You know when they show the footage? We have telescopes that you can stand on the ground, look through, and see planets. We have satellites that go through areas, right? And they take pictures of planets and things. And their pictures of UFOs look like an Atari. <laughs> pew, pew. I believe in this. You say, you don't believe in aliens. The only aliens I believe in are the pilgrims. You say, what pilgrims? You and me. We are aliens. Come on. That's it. You don't believe there's extraterrestrials. Yeah, you and me. We are E.T. I am a part of an intergalactic government system. It is ruled and reigned by one. His name is Jesus Christ. That's it. Not little gray green men. I do not believe that Mars Attacks is a prophetic movie. Some of you are going, what is that? Well, if you dare, you can go watch it. It's from a while ago. I don't believe they're going to land. You say, well, then what's the point of all of it? Because the enemy can use it for deception. Well, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I understand the nature of the devil. And I understand the nature of man's heart without repentance. And I know this about Satan. He desires total control of this planet and you and me. And I know just because I have this book right here through the generations, specifically Nebuchadnezzar, that he will set things up for you and I to worship because he knows man is built to worship and he'll play the music, but if you don't bow, if he can, he'll kill. And people say, well, you know, 
uh, what's the way out for God so loved the world? People say, well, what does that mean? You become one of those who's awake, not a sleeper. How many have watched in the, that watched The Chosen? That Chosen series, have you watched that? If you, if you go back when, uh, was it Philip was interested or introduced to the group? He came from John. Him and Jesus are having this conversation. It was one of John's disciples, and he sent him. And, and Philip said this. He actually said it to Matthew. He said, well, you can't blame these people because they're among the sleepers. You say, what are the sleepers? Am I quoting a verse? I'm quoting a verse. Sleepers are those. There's actually a whole lot more problem with sleepwalking than people realize. Because the enemy works to cause people to live in a stupor about what's going on instead of live from eternity. How do you get awake? You have to be born again. You have to be, and I would say it this way, born a second time. Now, what we're quoting here in John 3, if you go back and you read and you look at Nicodemus, what did Nicodemus say? What do you mean I have to be born again? And then he said this, you mean I have to enter back into my mother's womb? Now, guys, think with me. <laughs> think about what that is, what's being said. That's weird. Now... I mean, credit to Nicodemus, he's asking questions, right? I want to hang out with Nicodemus when I get to heaven. I do. But, but think about that. I have to be born what? And, and, and Jesus said this. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is is spirit. So what is born again? Born of the spirit. So when you believe on Jesus, what takes place? You're born of the spirit. People, they say it all sorts of ways. I just feel different. Well, yeah, because your spirit's different. You get the DNA of God within your spirit man. I was thinking about this when we were singing that song. Jesus is in the room. Remember that line in there? Well, we know Christ is in our hearts. Do you know what's interesting about that? And we know it's by the Holy Spirit. I was sitting there thinking, I'm worshiping and I'm having this revelation come to me. Jesus is in the room, but he's in most of the people's hearts in here. How's he in the room, but in our hearts? Come here, Ian. Come on up here. I'll stand over here. Hopefully, no, you're going to come over here. You're going to stand next to me, right next to me. This is, well, that's, <laughs> you're definitely my son. 
<laughs> I'm in the room, but I'm in him too. You see it? Why? He's born of. My wife, Heidi's in the room, but she's. Okay, you can sit down. They got it. Good job. <laughs> because he's born of on the natural, right? Now, if I want him in the kingdom, what has to happen? He has to have a change of spirit. And that's how you become a child of God. Well, you mean I don't have to, like, you know, go and, and follow a bunch of rules and regulations? People believe this, guys. There's whole denominations that hold generations and thousands, millions of people in bondage to rules, and they think they're getting to heaven when they die. You have to be born again. I have talked to people on the street and said, have you received Christ? Well, I go to this church. That is not enough. You have to be what? Born. You have to say, I believe that Jesus is my Savior. Well, how do you know that you're going to go to heaven when you die? Because Jesus is my Savior. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, I know you know that. But how do you know? Because Jesus is my Savior. Yeah, but how do you know? Where are you, how are you convinced of that? Because Jesus said, if I believe on him, I would be born. No, I was taught that Peter is at the gate and he has scales. Come on, this is the stuff's taught. Nope. Peter's got other things to do. <laughs> well, I was taught that if I pray to these saints, nope. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no woman gets to the Father but through, well, I believe my good works. They're not enough. Jesus said, you must believe in him. His good work becomes your good work. His sacrifice becomes your sacrifice. Well, that's just too easy. God knew who he was dealing with. Well, the world's going crazy and all this is going on and you're just sharing this. It's enough. <laughs> 
Well, well, what about where everything's at politically? What about the next, you know, president? What about, listen, until you have solidified that you're going to heaven when you die, who cares who the president is? And, and, and the other side of it for me is this. God dealt with Nebuchadnezzar. I wonder if he can deal with these corrupt well, don't talk about politics. Jesus did. Jesus was so bold concerning leadership, he called Herod a fox, which was not a compliment. People came to him and said, Herod's saying this and that, and he said, you tell that fox that I'll do whatever I need to do, and when it's time for me to leave, then I'll be gone. In other words... Herod, you ain't got no authority over me. Come on, Jesus could go, before Herod was, I am. <laughs> oh, I wonder if God knew where America would be at this point. I wonder if he's in heaven scrambling, biting his fingernails, going, what are we going to do? I hadn't planned for this. How do I go to heaven? I'm born. I put my trust in Jesus. Now, yeah, you should grow up spiritually after that. Absolutely. But how are you going to grow if you haven't gotten in first? You got to get in You should tell yourself regularly if you're already born again, when I die, I'm going right to heaven. Why? I have faith in Jesus. It's too simple. Nope. It's God. Jesus, uh, we know this from the scriptures, it says this, that God uses the what? Foolish things to... If your understanding of God is complicated, you don't know him yet. If the minister ministering to you, you're, you walk away going, huh, I wonder about that. Like you're just confused and you are impressed with their intellect, but you know nothing anymore of God and, or recognizing his spirit, you haven't heard from him yet. And the preaching most likely was in vain. Jesus was so simple. He'd say the kingdom of God is like a net. How many can understand a fishing net? It's really difficult. You throw it in the water where the fish are. And it wraps around them. The kingdom of God is like that. The kingdom of God is like a field. The kingdom of God is like a farmer. How many can understand farming? <laughs> In other words, God makes it simple for us to understand. So preacher, how would I be born again? You would believe on Jesus. 
Well, what takes place? The Holy Spirit, faith opens the door of your life in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in, gets a hold of your hardened heart, and I don't mean your blood pump, you, the spirit man on the inside, and changes your nature from that of the enemy in darkness to light, just like that. It's the greatest miracle ever. And we've seen a lot of cool miracles. We're going to see a whole lot more. But I'm telling you, it's the greatest miracle ever. Born again, just like that. Do you know if believers would yield to that, that new nature, your marriage problems would go away. Your business problems would solve. The issues that you're facing in your day-to-day life where you have fears that you're facing, different complications, whether it be physically or otherwise, mentally or emotionally, if you would yield to the anointing on the inside, the Lord will lead you right out of that problem. Now, that's for those that are just born again, but it's for some of us, you know, believers that have salt and pepper in our hair. You say, what do you mean? You've been at it a while. You got some gray. If you would yield to the Lord, your addiction would stop. Do you think Jesus is struggling with addictions? Well, I am, I am. Yeah, I know. Yield to him. Sometimes we're looking for somebody to do it for us. I don't have dominion over your faith. I can work with your faith. But you have to believe and say, yes, Lord, you're right. I'm wrong. Come on, that's real tough, right? I know we get into this. Pastor Josh has done a good job. You know, listen to the last two Sundays in Vessels, the Bible study. He's done a good job of, of, of laying that out for us on obedience and disobedience. Obedience releases the new nature. Disobedience restricts God's ability to work in your life. The second thing here with this being born again, people will do this. They say this. I've heard them. I stood in front of a man on the street corner and was preaching to him. I like these scenarios. And I'm standing there looking at him, and I'm telling him. I told told him straight out. I said, has anybody told you God loves you and he's got a wonderful plan for your life? We're sharing the gospel. On the sidewalk. Guess where God shows up? Well, first of all, he's everywhere, but he shows up. It doesn't matter where you are. I was at a wedding yesterday. I was praying for the, the, uh, uh, what do you call the lady that's the, not the best man, but the maid of honor. At the wedding. Yeah, at the wedding. Well, it's because you're the preacher. No, it's because I'm a Christian. 
and I don't care where I am. I will gladly punch the devil and remove him from someone's life. Okay, I got bold there. All right, so. (laughs) I'm ministering to this guy. He starts weeping. This guy's probably 21, maybe 22. He's crying. And I walked up to him at first, and when I came up, I said, well, what are you doing out here? He said, well, I'm waiting for a ride. I said, well, you got time then. He ain't going nowhere. Ride hadn't arrived yet, so I'm going to preach the gospel. So I preached to him. He's crying. He's under conviction. And I said, you can receive Jesus right now. And I'm thinking to myself, he's on the hook. He bit the bait. I've set the line. This is it. He broke that line, I'll tell you that. He looked at me and he said, nope, I can't do it right now. I said, why? I was shocked. He said, I, I got to get some things right in my life. I said, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got to get this right. And that. I said, no, no. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. And he just, no, no, I can't. Well, I, you know, I felt like tackling him. Holding him down, putting him in an arm bar. Say it. Jesus is my Lord. I don't have scripture for it, so I, otherwise I would do it. They may hate me now, but they'll love me in eternity. I just kind of felt the joy of the Lord on that. I just, <laughs> just, I need two or three witnesses. I need two or three witnesses in here. <laughs> yeah, I know I got some people out here that had joined me. They'd hold the person down, you know. Listen, we'll let you up when you receive him. Until then, we're going to pray in the spirit over you. Get all the devils out. (laughs) It's because we're so mean and, and just harsh as Christians, right? No, we know what the Lord has done to save humanity. This is nothing in my notes. This isn't even part five in the anointing. Nothing. I don't care. Jesus loves you. Well, I'm not sure I've done everything right. You haven't. Which is why he did. Oh, you're giving people a license to sin. They don't need a license. They're doing it. They need to know Jesus. And all the little hang-ups and weights, he'll remove them. 
He'll take them away. He'll remove them completely. I'm not sure about my salvation. You can be sure. Believe in Jesus. How do I do that? Receive. I believe Jesus. He's my Savior. No one else. Not my works. His work alone. I love that old hymn, uh, In Christ Alone. I'll listen to it. I like listening to some old hymns. I mean, way, way older than me. <laughs> you know, like the, the ones that make your great-grandpa tear up. I'll listen to them. I love them. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. I love that. I listen to that one on repeat. Shane, have you ever heard of Shane and Shane, the, the band or whatever, whatever they are? They have a hymns album, and they sing that song, and I'll listen to it over. And it, in there it says, I prove him or and or. In other words, over and over again. I fully trust and, uh, and rely upon his word. You, you say, Sean, how do you know that you're going to heaven when you leave this earth? Because my faith is in Jesus only. Well, you've done some pretty good works. Those, that's a separate. I'm getting to heaven because of Jesus. I'm getting all the way in. I'm getting all the way in. I will be with him forever. And no devil in hell can convince me otherwise. I will be with him forever. In fact, I'm going to rule and reign with him. I told you I'm a part of an intergalactic government. This is beyond Thor, Iron Man. <laughs> That's all play. They're just hijacking heavenly realities and twisting them. Superman's got nothing on Christ. Well, he's the savior of humanity. No, he's not. Kryptonite can beat him. Jesus, nobody beat Jesus. There is no kryptonite. Superman's weak compared to Jesus. Jesus walk up to a cripple and straighten him right out. Never seen Superman do that. Never seen Superman redeem a crook. He'll whoop a crook. But he doesn't redeem them. I've seen Jesus turn people that were given holy to crimes 
and turn them into worldwide preachers. Jesus is everything. You want to play? All right. I'm going to give an altar call. If the, if the uh, altar care team wants to come up, they'll be available afterward for prayer for anything. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you don't have to move around, please don't. We got people that are headed out to work our different areas and things. But I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus. If you don't know that you know. Now, this is going to be the end one. You say, what do you mean? Well, maybe you've, you've responded to an altar call before. I don't know. I don't know why exactly, because I just don't know exactly why I went this direction this morning. But I just sensed it strong. We need to settle this thing. And so when I give this altar call and ask for a response, if there's anyone here that you know in your heart you need to respond, this is it. You respond and it's done. No doubt, no vacillating, no back and forth, no letting the enemy bring up your past. You just believe and receive. This is the opportunity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish. You will not perish if you believe in him. You will have everlasting life. You will have it. If you believe in him, you will not perish and you will have everlasting life. Scripture goes on to say, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He is not rejecting you. He has accepted you if you will accept him. Jesus came that the world through him, all of us might be saved. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you'd like to say, yes, I believe in Jesus, we're just going to pray a simple prayer. I just want you to raise your hand where you're at. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Anybody else? Yes, thank you. I see that. This is it. This is the time. Yes, I see your hand. Thank you. This is, this is the time. This is it. This settles it. It's over. You, in your own heart, you're believing it is done. Okay, let's pray together with these. Say this with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for your son Jesus who came to this earth, lived a sinless life, and died on the cross for my sins. I believe 
He rose from the dead so I could receive forgiveness. Become your child and receive the gift of eternal life. I come to you now, repent of my sin. I not only receive the gift of forgiveness, but I give you all of my life, all of my heart. I believe you have accepted me because Jesus said, the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. You also said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you for saving me making me your child and helping me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, those of you that raised your hand, and let's just all do this. Let's go like this. I'm a child of God. I'm in the family. Eternity, heaven is my home forever. Jesus will never, never let me go. And I will never let him go. Forever. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.